Hello, race fans, and welcome to Pro Tour Talk with Steve Dodge. I'm Steve Dodge. Today is September 20th, 2018, and it is time to talk Tour Championship and getting your bracket ready. My apologies, we are foregoing the AMA this week. No ask me anything questions this week. We will pick it back up next week. But this week is all tour championship all the time. Part of the reason for that is because today is one of the more exciting days in disc golf for me each year. Today is the day that we release the tour championship bracket. Yes, you can go online to dgpt.com bracket and fill out the bracket and make your choices. This year, thanks to the amazing work from Andrew Clausen, you can create a league, invite your friends, and just play within your little league. Lots of fun, lots of prizes, do better than your friends. The Tour Championship is just 27 days away. We will go through the men's side, round by round, prediction by prediction. We've got two different ways of picking players. You pick whichever one you like the best for your own bracket. And we will then do the same for the women's side. The Tour Championship this year is going to be insane, especially on the women's side, as things have really shaken up in the second half of the season. Just wait till we get to our Tour Championship bracket review right after this and right after the men's side. Without any further ado, or adieu, here we go. Thank you for that fantastic intro, Steve. Round one, October 18th, Jacksonville, Florida. The Disc Golf Pro Tour Tour Championship hosted by Prodigy. Let's go through the men's side. In round one, we've got the 17th to the 32nd ranked players. That's 16 players. That's four foursomes. They will be competing. The uh, 29th to 32nd will go off first, and 17th to 20th will go off last. The top eight players by score will advance to the next round. The other eight players will be done for the weekend. One round and you could be going home, although you'll be going home $500 richer. So the top eight players advance. The 16 players are Simon Lazat, Chris Dickerson, Zach Melton, Austin Hannum. That's our first foursome. Actually, that's our last foursome, but they're the, they're the top Ah, that's crazy to think about. So they are the top four players in tour points out of this group of 16, and they will be teeing off last. But that's our first foursome. Simon, Chris Dickerson, Zach Melton, and Austin Hannum. The next foursome is A.J. Risley, Bobby Music, Calvin Heimberg, and Colton Montgomery. The third foursome, Joel Freeman, Peter McBride, Seppo Paiu, and David Feldberg. And the bottom of the pack, these guys are going to have to fight and claw their way if they're going to make it to the Tour Championship Finals. Anthony Barella, Devin Owens, Andrew Presnell, and Kale Labuska. 
So when we look at these guys, there's two things that we could do. One, we can go by who's playing hot right now, who do we think will perform best in an open course, and, uh, and who is going to advance just based on those kind of metrics, who's done it in the past and who's hot right now. The other way to do it is by power rankings. So I'm going to do it by power rankings first because that's super easy, not controversial at all. And then we'll go through and we'll pick who we think is actually playing hot right now and could, could surprise us. So going by power rankings, out of that group of 16 guys, the number four ranked player in the world right now is Chris Dickerson. So we've got to assume he's going to make it through. The number five ranked player in the world is Simon Lazat. We would assume he's going to make it through. And based on how well he has done in the few events that he has played, Calvin Heimberg is ranked seventh in the world right now. I think he is going to continue to play hot, and he will also make it through. Ranked number 10 in the world, David Feldberg. And then ranked 15th in the world, Seppo Paiu. Right behind him, 17th in the world, Kale Laviska. Those guys, according to power rankings, those guys should all make it through, no problem. Just outside the top 20, ranked 21st in the world, Zach Melton. Zach should be able to claim one of those top eight spots as well. The next spot is a little bit dicey. Joel Freeman is ranked 33rd in the world, and he would be next by power ranking. But ranked 35th is A.J. Risley. Ranked 37th is Bobby Music. Ranked 38th is Andrew Presnell. Ranked 40th is Anthony Barella. Wow, that is a very tight grouping for that last spot, even when sorting by the power ranking, because those guys, their win percentage is so tight. Their win percentage among the top players is just 4% difference from the top to the bottom of that list. Going by power rankings, any one of those guys has a good chance at claiming that eighth spot. The people outside the bubble, Austin Hannum, Peter McBride, Devin Owens, and Colton Montgomery, who are not in fact ranked. So there you have it. By power rankings, that's our group making it through in round one. Chris Dickerson, Simon Lazat, Calvin Heimberg, Dave Felberg, Seppo Paiu, Kale Laviska, Zach Melton, and Joel Freeman. We shall see. Now, if we want to do it by who's playing hot, who does well on the wide open courses, maybe we want to look at this a little bit differently. Simon Lazat played fantastic disc golf down at the New World course last year making it to the Tour Championship, making it to the finals, and uh, pushing all the way through. He probably didn't get eliminated until about holes 12 or 13 when he stumbled a little bit. But I would look for Simon Nazat to definitely make it through. His big arm and solid putting, no problem. Calvin Heimberg, I feel the exact same way. Big arm, strong putting. Seppo Paiu, I'd put in the same category. And even Chris Dickerson. Uh, Chris Dickerson struggled from Circle 2 last year, but he's cleaned that up a lot. And those four guys, that's a gimme. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock them in my picks right now. So the next guys that the power rankings say are going to get in are Dave Feldberg, Kale Laviska, and Zach Melton. I would not bet against any of those, except... Dave Feldberg has a lot on his plate right now. 
I don't know if he's battling injury. He's one of the best players in the world that's over 40, but he is over 40. If there's a hitch in a get-along, my guess is it's Dave. So let's pretend that Dave doesn't make it and Kale and Zach do. So I'm going to pencil those guys in right now. So Kale Laviska advancing and Zach Melton advancing. And we're pretending that Dave Felberg does not advance. That leaves two spots. We've got Joel Freeman, A.J. Risley, Bobby Music, Andrew Presnell, Anthony Barella, Austin Hannum, Peter McBride, Devin Owens, and Colton Montgomery. Colton Montgomery is interesting. He had a really strong start, but he's been struggling as of late. In the Tour Championship, one round, anybody can do it. Colton Montgomery definitely has the skills. He has the big arm. I'm going to put him as a maybe. Devin Owens loves the woods, and this is not a wooded course. I would love to see the lefty thrill us and make, a, make, a, make some noise down there at the Tour Championship, but I wouldn't bet on it. Love you, Devin. Peter McBride, he had a fantastic season, especially when you think about the 2016 and 2017 Tour Championship. He seems to excel at this event, but he has not excelled this season. Peter McBride's a tough one to say he's going to move on and get one of those top eight spots. Anthony Barella. Wow, how could you not pick Anthony Barella? Throws a country mile, can put it in from anywhere. I'm going to go ahead and give Anthony Barella one of our last two spots. There you go, Anthony. You are through. That leaves us with the eighth spot to give away. We've got uh, Joel Freeman, A.J. Risley, Bobby Music, Andrew Presnell, and Austin Hannum. Wow. And does anybody have a five-sided die I can borrow? Thank you, random.org. Andrew Presnell, you are advancing. Yeah, sometimes you just got to go to random.org and figure it out. That brings us into round two. Round two works the exact same way as round one, except we've eliminated the bottom half of the scores from the tops from those 16 guys, and we're adding in eight more guys, namely the guys who got ninth to 16th in tour points. And those players, the players we're adding in, this is where things get really crazy because only eight people can advance, but all of these guys are insane. So... The eight guys that we're adding in are Drew Gibson, Eric Oakley, Johnny McRae, Nate Perkins. That's our first foursome. Jeremy Colling, Nico Locastro, Paul Ulibarri, and Greg Barsby. That's our second foursome. So those guys get to go off last. They get to see what score they have to beat. That is absolutely an advantage. Tour points matter. So congratulations to those guys. Oh, one, one thing to note, Greg Barsby and Simon Lazat actually tied in tour points. Not only that, but they tied at the 16-17 spot. And what that means is that one of them gets a bye in the first round and one of them does not. Greg Barsby got the nod because he played more events than Simon Lazat. So, Greg, we'll see you in round two. Having said that, Simon Lazat is actually ranked in our power rankings higher than Greg Barsby, so it's more likely that Simon will actually move on. Uh, Simon Lazat is ranked fifth. Greg Barsby is ranked ninth. 
They've both got game. So let's look at who in this group is going to move forward. Again, comma, whoops. <laughs> I do talk to text sometimes, and I say commas when I want it to put a comma in there. And sometimes, apparently, I do it during normal speech. So, again, go to dgpt.com slash bracket to fill out your own bracket. You could fill it out online while I'm doing this review if you are not driving. If you are driving, just, just remember to go there afterwards. So, looking at the power rankings in round two, it's pretty fun because Chris Dickerson ranked fourth and Simon Lazat ranked fifth and Calvin Heimberg ranked seventh, both of whom, both, all of whom played in round one should also advance to round, through round two into the semifinals. The other guys uh, that should be advancing, according to the power rankings, are Greg Barsby, Dave Feldberg, and Paul Ulibarri. They are 9, 10, and 11 in the power rankings. Johnny McRae and Seppo Payu, who are 13th and 15th. On the bubble, Kel Leviska and Nico Locastro. So it's interesting. Uh, players like uh, Nico and Drew Gibson and uh, Nate Perkins and Jeremy Colling and Eric Oakley, who did well in tour points and did earn that buy, uh, it's possible that they only play one round. Well, it's possible anybody plays one round, and that's it. And uh, that is, it is a tough thing to do in disc golf to play one round and go home and feel good about it. Uh, but that is the way the playoffs work. And as Jim Mora once said, playoffs? So that's our first method is the power rankings. And Seppo earns the final spot advancing into the semifinals. However, let's look at this another way because in addition to power rankings, we've got to look at this and say, do we think some of these guys are actually going to get through? And uh, when we look at this, players like Kale Laviska, Nico Locastro, Zach Melton, and Drew Gibson right outside the bubble these guys have some serious game. I mean, I'm not saying that Nate Perkins, Jeremy Colling, Anthony Barella, and Eric Oakley don't, but holy gajolies, these guys have got some game. Who in that top eight is not going to make it, and who in that next group, Kale, Nico, Zach, and Drew, is going to make it? That is a very difficult decision. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to go ahead and say Greg Barsby. He won Worlds. He's ninth in the world. He's definitely going to make it through. Dave Feldberg. I tried to eliminate Dave Feldberg in the first round. What's he doing here? All right, so Dave Feldberg, you are finally really going to be eliminated. And uh, what that does is that makes room for either Kale, Nico, Zach, or Drew. And the lucky number is Drew Gibson making it through into the semifinals. Yes, I just rolled a four-sided die. How are you going to make these picks? This is impossible. All right, now things get a lot easier because we're advancing into the semifinals. The semifinals, there are four foursomes. If you want to advance to the finals, you have to win your card or be the best score that didn't win your card. So if you win your card, you're all done. No more sweating. Otherwise, You've got to do the next best on your card and beat everybody else playing that day. A very tall order indeed. So, I guess but not quite as tall as winning your card. 
which <laughs> theoretically should be harder. Otherwise, you would have done it. So the first card, um, Paul Macbeth is the number, number one in tour points and number one in the power rankings. Grady Shue, number eight in tour points and 24 in power rankings. The two people joining that card, according to the people that we've pushed through, are Greg Barsby and Simon Lazat. Wow. So you have the number one player in the world, the number one player in tour points, Grady Shue, who arguably should be rookie of the year. You've got the world champion, Greg Barsby, and you have Simon Lazat, everybody's favorite disc golfer, who can win any tournament at any time. All on one card, one person advances. The only thing I can say, my apologies, Grady Shue, you have your work cut out for you. Boom. And the winner is, without a doubt, Paul Macbeth. Yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and say Simon is going to push him until hole 17. There you go. That's my prediction. We'll see what happens. Let's go to the next card. This is pretty damn exciting. Sorry for the language. So we go to the next card, and we have got four total slouches. It's amazing. That first card was just jam-packed, and the next card is Slouch City. Uh, you've got Ricky Wysocki, who's ranked second in the world. You've got Kevin Jones, who played more tournaments, more high-end tournaments than anybody else on the planet this year. You've got Paul Ulibarri, who normally plays more tournaments than anybody on the planet, but there's some new kid named Kevin Jones who did it. Paul Ulibarri, who just finished, who had his highest finish ever at, at, World, at Pro Worlds. And you've got Chris Dickerson, who off the Pro Tour just wins, wins, wins. And on the Pro Tour, top five? But let's see if he can, well, he'll definitely get top five on that card. Can he win it against Paul, Kevin, and Ricky? Yeah, he can. I don't know if he will. That's a really, really tough choice, but I've got to go with Ricky. I really do. My apologies to Kevin, Paul, and Chris. Um, but playing sick, he just got second at the Delaware Disc Golf Challenge. I presume he's going to be over that bug, and he will be advancing. That is my guess. Here we go, Ricky. You are locked in. All right, so we go to the next card, and the hits keep on coming. This is why I love this. This this is my favorite day in disc golf every day. Yes, Pro Worlds is amazing. Yes, the USDGC has set a new bar for what a professional tournament sh should be and can, can and should be. But the semifinals and the Disc Golf Pro Tour Championship just make me giddy. Um... You, one of my favorite expressions is you can't fail if you don't try. And a tip of the tuft to every single one of these players, because every single one of them is putting themselves out there with the expectation to win. And they can't all win. It is so hard. So from the bottom of my heart, thank every one of you for participating in this event. And we get to just choose a bracket. And you have to actually go out there and succeed. 
and it gives, I'm getting a little goosebumps just thinking about how significant this is. You're playing on a foursome. If you win it, you advance to the finals and you have an opportunity to win $7,500. It's that easy. So, card three in the semifinals. James Conrad, who's ranked eighth in the world. Garrett Gerthy, who's ranked 22nd in the world, are joined by Johnny McRae and Calvin Heimberg. Calvin Heimberg, you might remember, is ranked 7th in the world. Johnny McRae is ranked 13th. Garrett Gerthy is actually, according to the power rankings, the worst player on that card. Wow. Uh, having said that, Garrett Gerthy spent at least one year, maybe the last three years, I don't know how long, living at New World Disc Golf. This is his home course. Garrett Gerthy is not someone you want to count out when it comes to playing at New World, especially bearing in mind the fact that he's Garrett Gerthy. Having said that, James Conrad has a little something to prove this year. He made it to the finals last year, was pushing was, I think, within a stroke of the lead until one of the few true tunnel shots reached out and grabbed his disc and threw it well past hell, and it took him three or four shots to get out of there. And uh, so James Conrad has a little bit to prove. Johnny McRae, another Florida guy, he actually got one of the few aces last year, if not the only ace, on hole three. And Calvin Heimberg, who has been consistently thrilling us in the second half of the season. Um, I have no idea who to pick on that card, but I am going to go with Garrett Gerthy because it is his home course and he is ready to shine. I think just all the positive love that he's going to get from all the locals as well as the inherent knowledge that he has of that course and how every shot is supposed to be played has to play into an advantage for Garrett Gerthy. So I'm picking Garrett Gerthy to advance out of card three. And that brings us to card four. Wow. Um, it's really, really fun having this many great disc golfers competing um, I have no idea. I know that Nate Sexton and Eagle McMahon will be on this card. I have no idea if Drew Gibson and Seppo Paiu will be. Uh, if they are, my picks are fantastic and I'm winning the bracket. But uh, almost no matter who it is, and I'll go ahead and say no matter who it is, even if it's Dana Vici, all of these guys are awesome. They can all play. This card is rounded out with Drew Gibson and Seppo Paiu. Um, Nate Sexton is not the farthest throwing player on the planet. Nate Sexton is a control player who plays safe. Interestingly, Eagle, Drew, and Seppo can all bomb it. This is... Uh, actually, the course is well-designed, so distance is not the be-all, end-all that you would think it would be on a course on a golf course in Florida. But it's a very good, well-designed course. Thank you, Will Shustrick. Um, but, and Phil Arthur. Uh, but it does seem to me that distance and aggressive nature, with success, 
are going to matter. And when you're playing against Eagle, Drew, and Seppo, one of those three is going to be aggressive and successful. And uh, it's interesting. If it was the beginning of the year, no doubt I would pick Eagle. If it was the middle of the year, I would probably pick Drew. Um, and Seppo has been... I, I actually haven't checked how Seppo's been. Um, but he's obviously been consistent enough to play just three or four events and make it to the Tour Championship. So he's obviously played well, too. Nate Sexton obviously just won at Ledgestone, but he won it playing conservative and playing safe and waiting for others to play aggressive and miss. In a one-round format, I don't think that is going to work for Nate Sexton. I'm, I'm going to go with the upset of the century right here, and I'm picking Seppo Paiu. Um, I know that Seppo is crazy excited to come play this tournament. He just barely squeaked in, um, was, was genuinely looking at tour points as the MVP Open was finishing, and uh, was very interested to see how other players did. And he squeaked into the top 32 and earned himself a spot. And uh, I'm picking him to go to the finals. Yes, it's crazy. And that brings us to the wild card. The wild card is the best score among all the players that uh, did not win their card. And uh, I've got to give that to James Conrad. He, uh, he made it to the Tour Championship Finals last year. I believe he's going to do it again this year. There you go, James. You got a little bit lucky. Garrett beat you in the round, but you managed to squeak in in my bracket. And then here we go into the finals, the Tour Championship Finals. We've got Paul McBeth, Ricky Wysocki, James Conrad, Garrett Gerthy, and Seppo Paiu. I'll tell you who wins in just a second. But right before I tell you who wins, I'm going to have this little commercial break. You ready? Have you been wondering what you should do this afternoon? Maybe you should go to dgpt.com bracket and fill out your bracket. Start a new league. Invite your friends. Tell more people about disc golf. Help us grow the sport. This has been a public service announcement from the Disc Golf Pro Tour. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. Wow, it's crazy. That actually took right around 30 seconds. It's like it's a real ad. But it wasn't. So anyway, back to the action. We got Paul McBeth, Ricky Wysocki, James Conrad, Garrett Gerthy, and Seppo Paiu all battling. I have never seen Paul McBeth more hungry than he is this year. Ricky Wysocki, obviously very talented. He seems to have lost a half a step in the last half of the season. James Conrad, with his win at MVP Open, demonstrated that he can hold off anybody, including Paul McBeth, and win in convincing style. He even gave away a couple of strokes with a missed circle one putt that's, that sailed OB. And he still won. So, James Conrad can win anytime, anywhere. Garrett Gerthy, Hasn't won the big event this year, but has consistently been on top, and he is a fan favorite, especially down at New World Disc Golf. And Seppo Paiu, who is actually a Prodigy-sponsored player in this event that is hosted by Prodigy, 
There's going to be a bunch of people rooting for him. He's going to see his prodigy banners all over the place. He's going to get that little extra push. Who is going to win? If you go to the bracket and fill it out, you get to pick first, second, and third. In third place, I'm going with Garrett Gerthy. That's a really good finish, Garrett. Don't be sad. In second place, I'm going to pick James Conrad. He got third place last year. Second place is an improvement. It's a, uh, it's a tough, tough road to hoe, but he's just the Joe to hoe it. In first place at the 2018 Tour Championship, hosted by Prodigy, held at New World Disc Golf, in my bracket, I'm picking Paul Macbeth. There you have it. It's just what I think's going to happen. Uh, thank you very much to the dice that helped me make my picks, and I look forward to, uh, to seeing your picks. If you'd like to join my private league, you can go into uh, join, join Manage Leagues, and the code is the word DODGE. I think it's all lowercase. So join my league. See if you can beat me and my family. Thank you guys very much. Now, on to the women. So, uh, I just got a phone call, and uh, we haven't even published this yet. It's kind of weird. Uh, these are just really fun picks. Don't take offense if I haven't picked your favorite players, or you. And, uh, you know, don't take offense. Just grin and bear it and go out there and prove I'm wrong. Beat, beat, beat everybody in your card three times and make it to the finals and then, then win that too. So, no need to call me. Just, just go play your game. Do it as best you can. I look forward to seeing you in Florida, and I guarantee I'll give you a hug. So, with that said, we are moving on to the women. And uh, in the women's side is a little bit different. The top 12 players advance to the Tour Championship. Uh, in round one, players 5 through 12 in Tour points play. And just like on the men's side, the top half advance. So we've got eight people competing and the top four will advance. The, four, the eight people competing on the women's side in round one are Lisa Fakus, Rebecca Cox, Paige Bjorkus, Madison Walker, Ellen Widboom, Kona Panis, Courtney Cannon, and Tina Oakley. So um, it's, this is a really interesting side. The women's game has, has had a tectonic shift a seismic shift a noticeably big shift i don't know the right way to word that but it's had a really big shift and i will go ahead and say that there are there it used to be a you know just two or three people could win any given day and i think that number has increased to six or seven or eight and it is really really exciting um when i look at this i th according to rankings um, you've got Lisa Fakus, who's ranked eighth. You've got Rebecca Cox, who's ranked fourth. You've got Paige Bjorkus, who's ranked third. Um, I would expect every one of those women to advance. Um, and then that leaves Madison Walker, Ellen Widboom, Kona Panis, Courtney Cannon, and Tina Oakley. And oddly enough, I don't know why, um, but I just have a sense 
just a crazy little sense that Kona Panis is going to thrill us. And I think she is going to push through into the second round. So we've got Lisa, Rebecca, Paige Bjorkas, and Kona Panis advancing out of the first round into the women's semifinals. The women's semifinals will be on Friday afternoon. We are. It is the first time all season that the women will be teeing off in the afternoon. And the reason is because we will be highlighting the women on Friday. On Saturday, we will be highlighting the men's semifinals. On Friday, we highlight the women's semifinals. So if you want to watch the women play the women's most exciting day of disc golf, then Friday is your day. Friday afternoon, October 19th. And what we've got here is we've got the top two people from each card advance. The first card is Sarah Hokum, Katrina Allen, Rebecca Cox, and Paige Pierce. Top two people advance. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's no way to pick that. Um, Sarah Hokum has been one of the most consistent players for the last several seasons, not just this season, for the last several seasons. But the second half of the Pro Tour and the second half of the disc golf season this year, she's been on fire. Katrina Allen has it within her to win any tournament, but she's not done it much this year. I think she has one win on the Pro Tour under her belt. Uh, it would be wonderful to see her come back to winning form. Rebecca Cox was pushing and pushing at world championships. Uh, for a while, she was hanging out there in second, just a few strokes behind Paige, Paige Bierkus. Uh Her game has excelled this season. And Paige Bierkus, our current world champion, uh, obviously has demonstrated through she's gotten many second places and third places throughout the tour this season and she's got that one big win under her belt as well uh advancing out of this card i'm actually going to go for i'm going to have the fun pick here i'm picking sarah hokum and rebecca cox that's just how i think it's going to roll Oh, the second person is actually a wild card. So they compete against everybody. So Rebecca Cox, you're not necessarily in. I'm picking Sarah Hokum to win that card. And uh, the second card is Paige Pierce, Jessica Weiss, Lisa Fakus, and Kona Panis. I think Paige Pierce is ready to step up and claim another tour championship. Uh, it's a pretty big prize. She's going to be focused she didn't play the day before. She should be well-rested. The same could be said of Jessica Weiss and Lisa Fakus and Kona Panis. Um, but I think Paige has got it and, uh, and is ready to dial it in. So I'm picking Rebecca Cox to win the first wild card. And winning the second wild card, we've got Jessica Weiss, Katrina Allen, Lisa Fakus, Paige Bierkus, or Kona Panis. Wow. That's a, that's a, this is not easy at all, um, and, but it is super duper fun. Who's tell, who's, Lisa Fakus keeps calling out to me. I don't not, do not know why. So Lisa Fakus gets in on the as the second wild card, and in the finals for the women now we've got Sarah Hokum, Paige Pierce, Rebecca Cox, and Lisa Fakus in third place. 
In third place, I'm going to go with Lisa Fakus. In second place, I'm going to go with, wow, <laughs> this is very difficult. I'm going to go with Paige Pierce. And winning the tour championship in a pretty stunning turn of events, but her on-point drives and a putter that just wouldn't quit on that final day, Rebecca Cox is my choice to win the tour championship. You saw it here first. Go out there. You think you can do better? Go to dgpt.com bracket. Make your bracket, put it in the public pool, and then go and make a league or join a league. I've got my own league. The password is Dodge. Join it. See if you can beat me. I wish everybody the best of luck. I wish everybody a, a happy whatever holiday's coming up. And uh, let's have a great time watching the U.S. women's this weekend, watching the U.S. DGC next weekend watching the Hall of Fame National Tour finale the week after that, and then we capstone the season with the Tour Championship. This is the most exciting four weeks of disc golf. Thank you very much to all of the media, to all of the organizers, to the PDGA, to all of the sponsors of the Pro Tour, to Andrew Clausen for putting together the bracket, to Nathan Hayden for putting together the power rankings, Actually, we'll be talking to Nathan next week and Paul Ulibarri next week uh, about the power rankings and about player ratings and uh, what's the best thing to do for the pro side of the game. But that's a conversation for next week. For now, thank you all for listening. This has been Pro Tour Talk with Steve Dodge. I'm Steve Dodge. That's my bracket. You go out and pick yours. Have a good night.